I don't know. I, I start off going, what are the things I want to accomplish? Right? Mm-hmm. What are the things I want to do for myself? Yeah. And and this kind of is just a great little reminder of like, hey, don't forget about goals that revolve around helping other people mm-hmm. achieve their goals. Mm-hmm. Because that was really, really fulfilling. Yeah. And really, really fun. Welcome to Real FM Rewind, the side where we hit the rewind button to catch up and pause to go a little deeper. Here's Anson, Kara, and Isaac. Hey, welcome back to Real FM Rewind B-Side, our first episode of 2023. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I can't believe it's 2023. That is super weird to me. But here we are. Nonetheless, the Christmas decorations have been taken down as of this morning in the studio. Nobody prepared me say, for that either. Wait. I know. I didn't get the memo because they're all still up at my house. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's fair. So here we are. Glad to be hanging out with you. It is my turn this week for On Repeat, one of our latest on Real FM, Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. My mind and me. We don't get along. So this is one of those songs that when Anson added it to our fresh finds and the first time I listened to it, it was kind of like an immediate click for me. Mm. I immediately turned it up and was like, "Ooh, what is what is this? And then as soon as the song ended, I immediately pushed play again and (laughs) listened to it again because it was like, oh, yeah, this is this is really good. I really like the sound of it. But then just, of course, the story. This song goes along with a documentary that Selena just released on Apple TV Plus, which I actually watched yesterday. Ah, um, I was going to ask yeah, if you had watched it. I did. And it was really good. It's very raw in some places, um, but I, that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. I think the song and the documentary is really about her journey and struggle with her mental health, bipolar disorder, mm-hmm. and also her physical health, which I didn't know a lot about this. She has lupus oh. and it's something that will kind of flare up from time to time. And so this is kind of her journey throughout her adult life of the ups and downs of struggling with this. And I really liked it because it felt very relatable. As a Mm. human, I was like, yes, this is what it feels like to struggle with mental health. Because at the beginning of the movie, you see her and she's very low and then she goes up real high and then it comes back down real low. And she kind of hit like a really critically low point, Uh, went to some treatment and therapy and then Even after she gets her diagnosis, there is this battle and this up and down Mm -hmm. of like, there's good days and bad days. Um, But she learns to recognize what she needs to do on the bad days to get through them. And so I just I think it's a great song. It's a great story. Love some of these lines in here. She said, it's hard to talk and feel heard when you always feel like a burden. Don't want to add to concern. But if I pull back the curtain, then maybe someone who's hurting will be a little more certain they're not the only one lost. Um, And that seems like a pretty consistent theme in her story that Mm. she has had a lot of fame, but really what drives her is helping people. I feel like after watching the documentary, that's really genuine. That's Mm. really what drives her. She's Mm -hmm. like, you know what? I don't love this. I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) There's times where she even doesn't enjoy her fame, where it's hard for her to go and do all the interviews and all of the business that comes with that. But you hear her and her friends talking about this is what allows you to go and do these other things that really help people, including talking about mental health. And she's actually done something kind of cool within the last year. She's trying to get a curriculum implemented about mental health in like 
schools across America. Dang. One that's like an ongoing thing that you learn. And I was like, that is brilliant because this is something that we're all struggling with more and more and more. We're seeing this. And so I think that's really cool. She's trying to kind of take steps, take it to the next level of how can I help people with this thing that I've really struggled with. And so I, I admire her for her honesty. I got a lot of respect for that. And I can't help but think after I watch it, I feel like we could be friends. (laughs) Yeah. There seems to be this thing with people who have any sort of mental health issues and they get treatment for it. They almost immediately want to, this has been the consistency that I've seen at least once you've seen and been validated about a struggle that you've had, you have this urge to talk about it because Mm -hmm. you can only assume that a lot of people out there have been feeling alone like you did. Yep. So you're doing your best. And I think it's really cool to see Selena use her platform to kind of do that on this huge level of saying, no, this is what I was going through. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. And I'm like rich and famous. So exactly. <laughs> there's yeah. people everywhere dealing yeah. with this that don't have the access that she does. Oh being goodness. a celebrity can actually be really, really isolating. It, it, and it, so yeah. it sounds like she's being really intentional about trying to combat that, mm-hmm. trying to turn something that's been a really challenging, difficult thing in her life into something positive. Yeah. yeah. And it sounds like she's putting a lot of effort into, into channeling her energy in that direction. And that's really admirable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you a pause. All right. As Kara mentioned, we've officially flipped the calendar over to 2023, but I thought we might take one more pause here on the podcast to talk about 2022 Mm. before we move Mm -hmm. on to the new year. On the pause segment here, we like to talk about the things that we uh, picked up kind of on our shows over the last week, maybe things that we were talking about. And our shows, to be honest, between Christmas and New Year's tend to be mostly highlights Mm -hmm. from 2022 as we're all on Christmas break and Mm -hmm. trying to relax and recover just a little bit. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to carry that onto the podcast and each go around and maybe share one thing. And it could literally be anything fun, serious, silly, sad, whatever. One thing that you took away from 2022 maybe Mm. one of your favorite experiences that you had maybe a favorite story that you shared on the air something that you learned so i'll actually kick us off and talk about one thing that i picked up from uh 2022 and this is actually something i talked about on the podcast previously Mm -hmm. Uh, but my family did kind of a fun little thing a, a little social media game i guess you could call it but we just did it among kind of our family group chat And that was pick out 12 photos from Mm. 2022. Maybe it could be one from each month or just 12 of your favorites. Mm. And let's share them with each other and kind of see what our highlights were of 2022. And that was fun to get to see everybody's highlights. And we all, of course, are family. So we're kind of popping up in each other's photos. Yeah. And one of the ones that got my attention was my sister-in-law. Her set of 12 photos included, I think, three different photos of a half marathon that we ran together. Oh, it's so cool. Back in, uh, I think that was October. Yes. In Wichita. And I had decided for that race that I was going to run this race with my sister-in-law for her very first half marathon. Mm -hmm. And it was a really, really cool experience. And it was really cool to see these highlights pop up Mm. in her top 12 photos of the year Mm -hmm. because I realized yet again, and I think at a pretty important time too, with the new year and new year's resolutions, how fun it was to help someone else reach Mm. a goal. And so I've just, I've been thinking about that as I'm thinking about my own goals for 2023. Yeah. What do I want to do this year, whether it's in running or in my personal life or here at work or with my family and thinking about 
I don't know. I, I start off going, what are the things I want to accomplish? Right. Yeah. What are the things I want to do for myself? Yeah. And and this kind of is just a great little reminder of like, hey, don't forget about goals that revolve around helping other people mm. achieve their goals mm-hmm. because that was really, really fulfilling yeah. and really, really fun. And ultimately, as I was then putting together my own 12 pictures from yes. last year, I was looking at, you know, yeah, sure. There's these pictures of me running by myself in a race. Yeah. But these ones over here running with my sister-in-law, those are really fun Aww. because it was something that we did together. It was a shared experience. It was helping someone else hmm. reach a, a really important goal in their own life. Yeah. And so that just kind of, I don't know, brought back that memory to me and also I think really kind of sticks with me as I'm thinking about 2023 Mm. and the goals I want to set moving forward. I want to make sure I include at least a couple goals in there that are revolving primarily around helping others Mm. achieve things. And that hasn't always been the case when I'm setting New Year's resolutions. So I think that's a a good mindset shift for me as we head into the new year. Yeah, it's kind of counterintuitive, but I think that's a really good point. Like it's very tangible that you have that example to look back on and go like, that was really satisfying, like almost more satisfying than meeting your own goals, which is super cool. So we there's several things happened over 2022. Good gosh. (laughs) Um, But one of the more notable things is we welcomed a new dog into our home. Um, I already have my sweet, precious, crazy boy, Grady. (laughs) Um, He's a a nervous Nelly and he has a ton of energy. So naturally, what we did is add a second dog with a ton of energy. Oh, boy. The logic being <laughs> to buy an energetic dog for my energetic dog. Yes, makes sense. Worked out really well, actually. Yay! Uh, yes. Ripley, yes. <laughs> Ripley is a border collie. And I don't know if she is a full purebred border collie, you know, pinky out. We have mm-hmm. a herding dog. <laughs> um, but she is like, you look at her and you're like, that's a straight up border collie. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. rescued her from the Springfield, Missouri animal rescue. They were great. And this dog, you can tell when her brain just kind of shuts off and she goes into zoom mode um, <laughs> because she just books it around our yard and yes. is like kicking up dust around the corners. <laughs> She's so fast. And um, one of the great things that's been really good for me, actually, in my mental health is there's all of these different studies about how, oh, if you do anything, get some exercise first thing in the morning, mm. get some sunlight on you. It helps like your cir- circumferential circadian rhythm. There it is. Circadian, your, the yeah. rhythm, the rhythm, <laughs> the rhythm, c- circumference, are... the circumference of your rhythm. It helps it. That's right. Um, you're supposed to get sunlight as early as you can in the morning. Um, and these two dogs, it's kind of a hostage situation where like, if you don't walk them, you, <laughs> you're going to pay for it at like four and 5 PM. Yeah. Right? Yep. When they're like backflipping off your walls. So you got to do it. So you kind of have to do it. Um, and it's been great just walking these crazy dogs every morning Aww. and hanging out with them. And I, Brie has made me such an animal person. Mm-hmm. The current animal count now is. <laughs> I was going to say, how could you not be an animal person with yeah. what's going on in your home? Oh my gosh. We have Hogarth Lady, Potato, Ahsoka, <laughs> four cats, oh, two yeah. dogs, four chickens. Wow. Is the current That's animal. The current count. And then a teenager in our guest. You know, that also counts. So 11. Yeah. So 11. <laughs> so, yes. Many more animals. She counts for at least. At least two. An 18 year old counts for at least five chickens. <laughs> in terms of like damage, noise, 
smell, emotional, emotional strain. We have to come back to this and work out a whole formula. That sounds amazing. How many dogs equal how many cats equal how many chickens equal how many teens? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, That's so cool. But it's just been such a joy to have all of these different furry, crazy animals in my life. And my gosh, it's been a lot of fun. So highly recommend if you're someone who needs exercise in the morning. Mm. Buy a couple of cattle dogs. Yeah. They'll herd you. Literally. Right. It'll, it'll be great. So <laughs> They'll keep you going. Very, very good. That's so fun. So I think one of my biggest highlights from the year was kind of an unexpected one. Christy, one of our coworkers, invited me to go to the Grand Old Opry in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And we were going there for a work conference anyway. So it was a situation where she was like, look, I'm going to go. Do you want to go? And in the time where I was say, like deciding, she purchased me a ticket and was like, I just bought you a ticket. You're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nice. okay, cool. So I'm not really a country music person. Yeah. <clears throat> and so I was a little bit like, okay, but I mean, it'll probably be cool, right? I don't really know what to expect. And then we went and it was like this crazy experience that was really cool on several levels. Number one, it's kind of like a blast from the past because I don't know if you guys knew this. It's actually a live radio show that is broadcast every week. And so there's a guy up on the stage. It's an old school like AM radio station. They've been doing this for like years and years and years. Oh, that's so cool. And so it's still broadcast as a live radio show, even though the show itself is very visual happening in front of you. But like the old school, it reminds me of Garrison Keillor. Did you guys ever listen to Garrison Keillor Mm -hmm. on like NPR? (laughs) So it reminds me of that, like this old school radio announcer over here. I feel like I know here. That's that's the guy that sounds like. Yes. Yes. yes, I know that guy. So it's it's like that. And he's over here like, uh, read these announcements in between like, this is brought to you by. And then some really silly, uh, you know, commercial. And you're like, am I? If I just like step back in time, what's going on here? Yeah, Portly Boys wash pace. Yes. <laughs> That's what it feels like. That's my shower gel. How did you know that I used Very that? much sounds like Harrison Keeler. <laughs> so Prepare for partial excitement. <laughs> Oh, man. Exactly. Old-timey radio. I love it. Old-timey radio. <laughs> so it kind of feels like that. But then, I mean, there were like, I don't know, I want to say maybe 10 performers that come out as a part of this, like one after another. And so even if you don't love the music that you're hearing, you cannot deny, whoa, these people are talented. Oh, yeah. And you're experiencing it right in front of you in all different styles. It's not just country. It's like all over the board. Mm -hmm. But my favorite, which is so silly and counterintuitive, was this group of like four 80 year old men that came out in full cowboy attire some of them glittery cowboy attire <laughs> oh, yes with like these old school that one had a violin and an accordion uh there may have been a couple of violins or fiddles yeah. one had a guitar mm-hmm. and they were this well-known group that i swear i've heard in the background of like old disney cartoons or something <laughs> <laughs> I was like time is- for Woody's roundup. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just it's yeah. crazy. And so when they first came out, I was like, what is happening right now? And the longer they were on stage, the more like I could not stop smiling, you guys. Aww. And the one that was probably the oldest of the group that Christy and I were leaning over to each other going, I hope he doesn't fall down while he is actually <laughs> doing this. He was probably he could have been like 90. At one point, they turn to him and they're like, he's the one with the fiddle. And they're like, go to town. And he's like in some fiddle hall of fame. <laughs> And this guy, like, 
knocks it out of the park is like dancing on the stage while he's playing the fiddle like crazy. And the whole time I'm watching his face and I have this video of him and he's just like glowing like he's lit up from the inside out. And I just was like. That is incredible. And yeah. I want to do that. I want to be that good at something. Like, the Fiddle I, Hall of I, Fame. I, I, want, <laughs> yes. I want to love something that much yes. that it like physically changes my yeah. appearance, you know, yeah. to the degree that that this guy does. And he doesn't care if this is the coolest music anymore or whatever. He's just doing what he loves. Right. And it's it's delightful to yeah. watch, even if you're not a fan of this kind of music. Right. There was just something very beautiful about that. This guy in his 90s just go into town and and the place went crazy. Like, I mean, the yeah. whole place, everybody was enjoying it as much as I was. You could tell. So that's so cool. I don't know. That was a really cool cultural experience, but also just a reminder of, hey, just do the thing that you love that mm-hmm. you're good at. Keep doing it, get better at it, and and don't stop, even if it's like not the cool thing to do. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I love from your perspective, it's like one of the lessons that I take away that from that for me is be open to yes. new experiences for 100%. sure that you might not otherwise oh, yeah. think you're going to enjoy. So true. Because I think I'm very similar to you in that I have a hard time opening yeah. myself up to new experiences. <laughs> right. I tend to not like surprises. I like things that I yep. I know and that I'm comfortable with. So true. And I think if we were taking bets at the beginning of 2022 about what our like annual <laughs> highlight would be attending the Grand Ole Opry probably yeah. would not have been our guest for Kara. Nope, <laughs> nope. And, and yet it was uh, obviously a highlight of your year. It so very cool. being open to those experiences that like you weren't even sure if you wanted to go I know. Mm-hmm. and yeah. you got drugged there and went, wow, that was amazing. Yes. And so I, I think that's a, a really cool lesson as well, maybe mm-hmm. for 2023 of like, how can I open myself up to some experiences that maybe I wouldn't otherwise participate in for sure because they could be really eye-opening things in other ways or they could teach me some important lessons or just be a real joy to mm. be at the so. hack for that is when someone offers to take you to something just go just like go. say just, yes just, just go say yes, say yes yeah. to more things you say no to mm-hmm. in 2023 That's you a, will have more experiences mm, like that good advice. good advice yeah fast forward now it's time for fast forward this is part of the show where we're looking ahead about something we're excited for. And we've mentioned left and right that we've come off of a sort of Christmas break, a New Year's break. Guys, I am heading, (laughs) I am heading into a time where I'm going to have the next couple of weekends of non-holiday, non-family, non-function related things. Uh And I'm so happy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I hear you. Unstructured time. As much as I love Mm. casseroles, chestnuts roasting on an open fire, (laughs) and my family meticulously saving wrapping paper as they take 20 minutes to unwrap a box. There you go. I am so happy to have like a Saturday Sunday combo where Uh, I have like church and that's it. Mm-hmm. I am so ready for that. I'm it's, so ready for time that has not been scheduled for me. And I get to build my own little weekend schedule and my yay. little dinky self-care things. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> and I had like we had a week off and it I blinked and it was just full of stuff that I needed to do. I know. Right. And then I kind of came back to work on Tuesday and I was like, whoa, OK. <laughs> what I technically happened? had PTO. I don't know what I did. I feel gross. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've showered <laughs> three times so there you go <laughs> I'm, I'm just so ready for the weekend yeah yes. and not going places and doing things yeah That's so fair. it's interesting to me and uh, kara was just showing us like a little meme of like a picture of like how you feel on like mm-hmm. january 3rd <laughs> yeah after christmas and new year's and all the uh, holiday stuff yes. because like on the one hand i always feel like 
oh man, that was so great to not have to be at work for a week or so and have this time off. Mm -hmm. And I'm struggling a little bit to grapple with the idea of having to get back into my like work and school routines Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then on the other hand, I think there's a part of me that really needs those routines and like that normalcy. Sure. Because the lack of normalcy can be exhausting as well. And it's just, I don't know. I think we need that balance, right? Of Mm -hmm. time to spend with family, time to do things out of our routine. But then we also need that routine as well, which includes the the weekends off uh, and the time that's unstructured and and to just relax and kind of regather yourself. Yes. Yes. It's pretty critical. I think we're all kind of there this week. It's good that it's a short week because Uh (laughs) we need to get to the weekend as soon as possible because we're all kind of just barely keeping our heads above water this week. I've planned a little coma time for myself. Nice. Oh, that's great. Go to sleep Friday night, wake up Monday morning. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's going to do it for us for Real FM Rewind for this week. Hope you get to have a non-structured weekend and maybe go into a little self-inflicted coma yourself. <laughs> yes. As long as it's self-inflicted. As long as it's self-inflicted. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. <laughs>